0: Hey, this is Darren Waller tied in for the Las Vegas Raiders. I am the Wallerus, and you are listening to the Log Pod Podcast.
1: Hello and welcome to the Log Pod Podcast, a podcast specifically about the League of Gentlemen plus one woman fantasy football league. If you're not a member of that fantasy football league, this will make no sense and be extremely boring. Please leave. If you are a member, enjoy. So here we are, everyone, episode 15. I got a special guest to co-host this thing with me. Go ahead and introduce yourself.
0: Mr. I'm too good to call right my fans. Hey, it's uh, the league winner. I mean, going to be a league winner. Don't worry about it.
1: Going to be. Who do you, who do you think you're going to – okay, we'll get into that in a second. But, um, yeah, yeah, I'm thinking first place, highest point total. Did you see how close our point totals were?
0: I did. And if you were better at kicker or defense, you may have uh, overcome oh. me but. Well, okay. uh, I think this may be a pre. I said, hey,
1: hey, I texted LaRoche and I said, hey, you want to do this podcast with me? He goes, yes, I got something to say about kickers and defenses. So I think that's his only goal here. Are you drinking a Budweiser?
0: What I'm drinking, uh, since I have the week off, I have my little pina colada bang. So, uh,
1: oh, oh, that one is so gross. That's oh. awesome. uh, I got my, uh, my coffee. It's labeled coffee. Really great for radio, talking oh. about pictures. Yeah. All yeah. right, so we've got a lot of stuff on the agenda. It might go a little long today, but I got a few text messages from people saying they don't care when it goes long. So we're gonna do what they want.
0: We've got about three hours of content, let's go. All
1: right, so first of all, um, I just wanted, there's a lot of stats like the alternative standings and the no kicker, no defenses, the power rankings, all that stuff, I put it on the website. Um, I don't know if you guys remember last year when things were normal, I made a website TinyURL.com slash log website, capital L O G N W. And so if you want to go and look at some of the stats that we're referring that I'm referring to, that we're going to be referring to today, you can go there, click on the podcast tab, and then you can see all the, the uh spreadsheets that we're working off of. Just wanted to let everybody know that. I meant to tell you last week, but it's not. Also, the bios on there are awful because I just made them really quick and only Christopher Vick gave me an actual bio. So if you haven't given me a bio, go do that and stop being a lazy piece of shit.
0: I was, uh, I was meaning to do that, but uh... that's
1: all right. I mean, I'm just going to gradually go in there and put unflattering things about people. That's my plan. So, <laughs> Rayford, only, all, all he said was above average. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go change it to below. All right. Okay, so we're going to start off. Um, you, do you have the document up that I shared with you? Uh, yeah. So we're just going to review real quick last week. We got um, the all bench teams. Hey, dummy, you should have started him because he's on the all bench team. And there was a lot of people who made this. When I went to go make this table, I, um, I kept putting people in and having to delete them because I went to a different matchup, and I'm like, oh, no, that guy outscored that guy. Oh, that guy outscored that guy. But a lot of people and a lot of game-changing decisions were, were happening in the all-bench team. So here's the all-bench team last week. Derek Carr, I think he might have been the QB1 on the week with 32.74. He's on my team, and I started Kyler and Roethlisberger, Derek Carr was going against the Jets. No, no, he was going against. He was going against the Jets, but uh, yeah. Anyway, it was a good matchup, but I just couldn't start him because the week prior he had like negative two points or something stupid. So, and then the other one, which is very, very questionable. Um, my dad started Lamar Jackson over Matt Ryan and Kirk Cousins, and Lamar Jackson against Dallas outscored them both. And though it's so funny about this. It's last year.
0: Did last year when he needed to try to make the playoffs and he uh, decided to bench. It was,
1: in the, it was in the playoffs. It yeah. was the first round. And last year, Dad lost the game because he didn't start Lamar Jackson against Rayford, and the exact same thing happened here.
0: <laughs> Very, yeah, that's the uh, questionable start decision, I think, from last week, huh?
1: It was, yeah. I said definitely over Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is just uh, – he needs to get off of Matt Ryan. All right, anyway, so those are the two uh, QBs. Um, running back, dad also made him. In fact, you could call the all-bench team uh, my dad's team this week because he had a quarterback, running back, and wide receiver yeah. on this team. And kicker, but, you know, kicker doesn't matter. So, all the, yeah, he also had J.D. McKissick at 17.8, and then Jordan did not start his keeper, Adrian Peterson. <laughs> he loves him. He wants to keep him on his team, but just at bay, not
0: actually in the lineup. And then Edward Solar gave him a nice big goose egg, which, uh, yeah, that, that didn't work out too well.
1: It's so. a bummer, but you know, I mean, in those matchups, because Nick won and Nick won, it didn't really matter.
0: All mood anyway, So
1: Yeah, it did. None of that really. I mean, it would have been cool to be, in fact, dad would have a buy this week. I think if he had started all those people in the consolation bracket, I think he'd have a buy this week. If he'd have done that. I don't know. I haven't done the math. Um, all right, so Ty Hilton on Jordan's team. Jordan's got to start Ty Hilton this week. He's going against the Vegas, Las Vegas Raiders, bad, bad uh, receiving defense. Um, I don't know. We'll we'll take a look at that. I don't even, actually. Jordan might actually have a buy. I'm not totally sure. Anyway, and Jordan Reed, the fantasy football expert, just can't get a tight end on his team to actually score. They'll score on his bench. Jordan Reed this week scored on his bench, but he can't get him to score in the lineup.
0: And then the only person carrying a backup. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. You got two tight ends. You got zero tight ends. That's a that's a problem.
1: Yeah. Well, you know who really had tight end? Who was in tight end hell this week? Smitty. It's the not so subtle bashing of Smitty. <sighs> did you see what he did? He has four tight ends on this roster, <laughs> and they and they totaled zero points this last week. <laughs> uh-huh. So you can't he didn't make a wrong decision, right? The guy makes Kyle Rudolph got him zero points, but every single other guy would have got him zero points.
0: Yeah, when you have four tight ends, you have zero tight ends. Yeah, it's good. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, Gronk was on a bye, so that's a little unfair. And Andrews was out, but still, the point remains.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. Cleveland D, uh, you started Indianapolis D, got you 12 points, but Cleveland D could have gotten you five points. Uh, I will say, yeah. I mean, you, you know, you were like one of the few people who had a defense to score well, to score anything. I will say though that Smitty made a poor defense at a poor decision at defense. It's the not so subtle bashing of Smitty because he started San Diego or oh, Los Angeles Chargers defense, and they got him negative three points. So if he would have started nobody, that would have been a better option.
0: And that's that's a hard call because New England's so just weird and crazy with you think they're going to be horrible on week you don't expect them to win 45 to nothing so
1: I you know listen between me and you no one's really listening to this it's just me and you so between me and you I think that um I'm just doing it to bash Smitty. obviously I would have started che- Chargers defense over nobody but we're making a point here to bash
0: Smitty and, uh, and they some. Uh, I got some stats here. Whenever you want to get into them, I've got i I've got a full notebook of uh, defense.
1: Uh, right, give defense me what notes. you got. Tell me what you got. This will be the the Daniel Oroch show. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. So starting uh, kind of because you've been bashing kickers and defense so long, and I've just been just been adding to my spreadsheet what I'm going to add on here. So mm-hmm. I did a whole ranking starting with week five because you know you want to kind of get rid of the early season variants. You don't really know who's a good defense. Kind of early on, so you're just kind of playing the matchups and stuff. But I did.
1: Um, it's a good thing we draft them, though, right? Because we know. Wait, no, we don't. And,
0: well, you know, you you can you you, you can guess better who's going to have a bad offense, so you can kind of play the matchups against. You know, and that's what I did with Indy because I know they had a horrible matchup uh, against the Jets. I think week one, so I they just ended up working out all season. But so I did. Um, if you started a defense that went against a bottom ten against uh, offense, so like you're not going to start a defense against Kansas city because you know, like they're going to, it's It just doesn't make any sense. So
1: 10, Um, 10 offense is what we're going. Okay. So if you start a bottom 10 defense
0: against a top 10 uh, offense, okay, got it. So if you start, if you start a defense going against Kansas city, Pittsburgh, green Bay, Tennessee, new Orleans, Atlanta, Buffalo, Arizona, Miami, and Carolina, then that's like a bad matchup on your part. And then on the other side, you have, Uh, bottom 10 starting defenses which you're not going to start the dallas defense the dallas defense is horrible dallas detroit cincinnati las vegas houston new york jets tennessee uh la chargers jacksonville denver they're all they're not good defenses which there's a couple teams starting uh bad defenses this week and i'll get into that in the matchups later but um, so then I pointed out you get one point for hey, if you made one of those bad calls. And then if you made a double bad call, you started a top a bottom ten defense against a top ten offense, then that's three points that I kind of added up. So all, 108 matchups that I went through starting from week five all the way through week thirteen. Um, wait, wait,
1: wait hold and, on, time out. Time out. So just for clarification, was this yeah. at the time of the matchup ranking or the current ranking?
0: So I started with week five because I couldn't really pull up the current ranking. And plus there's some variability too. like, you had a bunch of kind of questionable calls based on this math, but I canceled some of those out because you, uh, you know, you might be going against a backup quarterback or something like that. Like, Oh, you're going to start, then, you know, the Cowboys are starting Ben Nucci, but you have kind of a bad defense. going. Well, Ben DiNucci, you know, is going to be trash. So it's like, that's forgivable. So if right. you scored more points than average, I kind of canceled that out and like didn't actually count that. It's like a bad call. So. You know, just, just to kind of get the variability out of there. But, like, after a little while, you can kind of see trends. Um, so, okay. by far, the worst defensive picking team, shockingly, was Amanda. What? She had 11 points. Wow. <laughs> she made – is about to make a horrible call this week, which we'll get into in the matchups. But, yeah, so the next highest was three points which she, she was three times worse than any other bad-picking defense team. She keeps doing the Denver defense. Denver doesn't have a good defense, period. They don't. Um,
1: I think they – like, I remember early in the year, like, they were saying Denver could be really good on defense, but then they had a lot of people opt out and then a lot of injuries. So, like, they're supposed to be good at one point.
0: And so now, you know, like, she's done Denver against the Kansas City offense, which you're going oh, like, against no, a That's. It's, what are you doing? Stop. You, any other team, just leave it blank. Leave it blank. That's a better decision, like Smitty should have done last week. So.
1: Um,
0: yeah. And so, um, besides Amanda, shockingly, I'm in first place in this. I, I didn't have any bad decisions just because I had the Indy defense and Cleveland I've been swapping in. So, uh, shockingly, Jordan didn't have any bad calls because he's just picking up picking on uh, the NFC East teams. So, you know, he didn't really have any bad calls in there. Um Adam, uh, Matt Rayford, Chris Vick, and shockingly, you, Michael, uh, you, all, you all have uh, three points on this little ranking. So That's right. Now, I now I went through two to see how many games that actually cost you choosing a bad defense. Oh, and no. to kind of hurt my, my point here, there were only two games that this really mattered. Over, uh, out of 108? Out of 108, there's like <laughs> two times that choosing a bad defense actually cost you a game. Um, uh, Justin Steele in week seven, he lost by three points and his defense only got him one point. I'd have to look up to see. I, I did a lot of note-taking. And then uh, Nick had, he lost by two points and he uh, his uh, defense only got him, I think, one point in week eight and that cost him a win. So really, as far as rankings and stuff goes, wasn't going to affect the playoffs too much. Justin Steele might have, a, you know, he might be third seed instead of a fourth seed, whatever, that might have affected things a little bit, but
1: well, you no, know, I know the fantasy football expert was looking more at the playoffs a couple weeks ago already. And so he picked up, just like me, we both picked up some defenses so we could play the matchups this week, next yeah. week, and the
0: following. And that's, that's you know, and I, I, I almost called it, uh, when I put it in the notes, the give up ranking, just because, uh, <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's not. A good deal, like just a moderate matchup, because I didn't count against anybody. If it's like, oh, just kind of a moderate, like, oh, I'm going against a team, the fifteenth ranked defense, fifteenth ranked offense, like, just whatever. You, it's not hard to not make a mistake, I guess, but it's, yeah, when when you're when you're consistently starting Denver over against Kansas City and things like that, um, but it does affect three of the uh, matchups this week. That uh, teams are kind of making bad calls on defenses. and, right,
1: well, and we, when we get there, make sure you mention it. All right. On the matchups this week, I want to know if if I if mine matters. Who so am I starting? You. I'm you New York. Orleans against Philly. That's got to be a good matchup.
0: No, 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 you're fine.
1: Okay, not a problem. Especially with Jalen Hurts. I'm kind of curious as to how many mistakes the rookie's going to make. All right. The fact that they took forever to get him in there over Wentz kind of makes me wonder about his decision-making in general.
0: Yeah, and the uh, – boy, uh, that puts Nick in a very tough spot. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, already, he already didn't have a quarterback, and
1: uh, yeah. now was Well, Daniel Jones room. is cleared. Daniel Jones is going to play, but, I mean, he hasn't been great. Who's Jones going against? Is he Arizona? I mean, they're uh, Arizona.
0: People yeah he'll be fine but uh he's he's being forced to start a Mike Glennon now which uh I've never seen and last week you texted me I didn't respond you're like are you trying to lose this week because I had Gardner Minshew just sitting in my starting spot and quarterback
1: Uh I was
0: just in shock because he was finally healthy and they're like you know
1: Gardner Minshew
0: like his When he was starting, like, he was, like, probably number, you know, I I looked up the stats. He was, like, the number 10, number 12 quarterback in the league, like, kind of where it was averaging around as far as fantasy points. And I'm like, oh, this is a good pickup. And then they're like, no. I think Mike Glennon's the answer.
1: It just doesn't.
0: They're Uh, trying to lose. Doug Doug Barone is just trying to lose. I've never seen so much blatant tanking that I've been seeing, That like, Adam Gase and Doug Barone, that they're just trying to get that number one pick. And it's just – yeah, well, that's
1: the Jets was like they fired Greg Williams right after that. Like, why did they? That was so odd. That was so weird. I,
0: how Adam Gay still has a job, I have no idea. When they haven't won a game and they're obviously like not really trying to win, I just it's 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 it's, it's, it's so weird. blatant to me. That cover zero blitz that they did that uh, Riggs got that touchdown that game winning touchdown. That was the worst call I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I think they're just using them. It kind of thing because they had to do something, but it's like they they know the message. Like, hey, we're trying to lose,
1: right? Well, I was like on the ticket. They said four hundred and sixty-five times a team has been in that position where that much time left on the clock, that you know that that down, that, all that stuff, right? All that stuff was the same four hundred and sixty-five times, and that's the first time anybody has used that defense on that.
0: Yeah, and that it was an unprecedentedly bad call. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, really, yeah. All right. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that's the all bench team. Some other notes, a dad could have won if he started Lamar Jackson over Matt Ryan, or if he started JD McKissick over Todd Gurley, or if he started Marvin Joes over Brandon cooks, all decisions. I think I may have made, like I, I genuinely, I know I would have started Lamar Jackson over Matt Ryan, but the other ones I think I probably would have done too. And he needs to be started
0: this week. He's after his fourth rush. I mean, JD McKissick, uh, you know, you can kind of go with hindsight, but you couldn't really start him, I don't think. Now, this week, you're definitely starting Well, but
1: Todd Gurley, Gurley was not getting the ball. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you knew because it had a chance to get passes, even even though you're right. You're right. I know. that um, Gibson went out. Which, hey, are we scheduled to play each other next week? Because that excites me. If uh, uh,
0: what, We are not. No, no I'm against you're the other bracket. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I, well, I the adjusted I- med-
1: Well, that's better for me because I'm not playing Smitty. I guess that's probably a good thing.
0: It's the not-so-subtle bashing of Smitty. Yeah, you you get to uh,
1: if I win. If I win, I'm not I'm not counting this as a win. No karma, no jinxing. I still need to win this game. I mean, Nick put up 190 points last
0: week, so I got to do that. I mean, he's got a good team, but besides his quarterback issues, I mean, he's there's there's nothing wrong. He could yeah. he, he very well this week. Good, yeah. All right. But, okay. I think Yahoo's in your projections, too. They've kind of gone back down to earth. And you did lose Christian McCaffrey, too. But we'll get in the matchup soon. Yeah.
1: Okay, let's, let's talk really, really quick um, about last week. Turn back the clock and take a look at what happened last week. So Amanda versus fantasy football expert. Fantasy football expert won. Nobody really thought that wasn't going to happen. Amanda had a decent point total considering, you know, she almost beat 100. She was 99-point-something. Pretty good. All right, Christopher versus Urban. Urban won that matchup, and I already went over how, like, Christopher really should have won, but he started Booker. He was going with the, uh, you know, the plug-and-play backup running back, and that was not the play. He should have stayed with Drake or Dobbins. Or, you know, it's tough to bash him. Go ahead. What
0: were you going to say? It's. Yes, I – I, I call this uh, the, the the Chris Urban matchup. It's the curse of uh, Justin Herbert and uh, DeAndre Swift. Uh, because I've been bas- I've been bashed for that trade. I remember his comment on it when he posted. He was just laughing out loud. Well, uh, Justin Herbert gave you six point three points, and uh, DeAndre Swift has hot brain and has been out for the last three weeks. So uh, I gave you I gave you a free RB one and a free QB one. You couldn't make the playoffs. Come on, I mean. you you give a man a fish or you teach a man a fish. And obviously, that's a, yeah.
1: <laughs> I think this might be the only one that swung against him. Like, this might be the only matchup. Herbert's been awesome. I mean, Herbert's going to be on his team for the next two years. Easy. In my
0: defense, I was, I was going to have a big thing about, like, so I really wanted Latavius Murray in that, just, just for a backup for Kamara. And at that time, um, Justin Herbert, you know, that was right when. They were still insisting that Tyrod Taylor was to start the starting quarterback because they, the yeah. team doctor punctured his lung, giving him an injection. So I was thinking like, oh, for legal reasons, they're going to give him his job back when he's healthy again. So I thought it was going to be a little fishy. And plus, DeAndre Swift just wasn't getting the ball then. So, yeah. And of course, in hindsight, that was a, a probably a probably a bad call. But I wouldn't have started either of them until Joe Burrow went down. Like, so I was going to do a whole thing. Like, I wasn't going to start Justin Herbert over Joe Burrow all yes, the
1: way I mean, really, I think probably two weeks later you would have
0: started Herbert. I don't think so. No, I mean, there there was nothing wrong. And I could go point by point total. And I was going to do that. And then Joe Burrow got hurt. And then I'm like, oh, well, I definitely lost that trade. Okay. Never mind.
1: Yeah. I see. Well, I mean, okay. I didn't didn't completely bash the trade. I got it. Obviously, you did it for insurance reasons. You had an extra quarterback. And at the time, it looked like a middling rookie quarterback, you know.
0: I just did. Yeah.
1: All right. Okay. I didn't go through the trade tracker. Yeah, I've decided – because the trades are pretty much decided, like who won and who lost. The only one that's really out there is the C.D. Lamb versus David Montgomery trade. But I think that we've already established both sides benefit from that. And this week going against Nick and David Montgomery is going against the awful something defense. Who's he going against this awful? Whatever. David Montgomery is – supposed maybe Houston. Yeah, Houston. And so David Montgomery is supposed to go off against Houston like everybody has, and I'm worried about that. And Nick got David Montgomery in that trade. So Miles Gaskin is also out. So he needed Montgomery, just like the fantasy football expert needed Ceedee Lamb. So that's really the only trade I think that is still in question as to who the winner is. Everything else has been pretty much decided. Okay, the um, other matchups from last week we had Nick versus Smitty, and Nick ended up winning that. He had the league high score, one hundred and ninety. However. He did not beat the all- bench score the all- bench score was 193 so if you just started all those people on the bench you would have you would have won you would have had the highest score for the week
0: yeah and how Nick got that many points despite the uh, worst passing yard output this year by any team that's that's pretty incredible too so well,
1: the fact that he's in the playoffs is without a, a strong quarterback situation at all. is pretty amazing.
0: Yeah I, yeah, I went through it, too. He has a near record this year for least amount of touchdowns scored by a team. Like, by far, almost an all-time record. And he has at least passing yards by far this year, too. And he still somehow made the playoffs. So
1: Wow. So it's yeah. pretty- I mean, his point total tells you in a real quick picture that he shouldn't be there. But you know what? In his little two-minute clip last week, he said that, too. So it's, he's not in, he's not in denial. He understands, I
0: mean, it's, you know, he's, he's got good, you know, receivers running back. There's, there's, you know, Justin Jefferson's just absolutely incredible. I mean, that was a heck of a call and scary. Yeah. I mean, he's Dalvin cook. I mean, you, you know, he's, he's got really good players. It's just the, uh, not getting the touchdown output and not having the quarterbacks, but you know, he's, he's not doing anything wrong. He, right. he didn't get any uh, bad defensive or kicker calls either. So, Hey, that's, that's super not important. All right. Very important.
1: we got all right we got jordan mccann um who ended up winning that one i picked mccann jordan won jordan won that one this week in general was like the comeback of the guys who've been scoring less points right nick has led less points jordan urban they've all they all did pretty well um for no for really no reason right they just beat the five and seven guys the ones who really really needed the win they just beat them
0: yeah, it was just straight up beat him. Um, Corey Davis just went absolutely crazy in that matchup, which he's just been incredible here lately.
1: Corey um, Davis has been on like four or five teams this year. Like I had him for a minute. Smitty had him. Smitty offered him to me in a trade right after I dropped him. Like that was something. It's the not so subtle bashing of Smitty. And then, and then and now he's on Jordan's team, and it's like I don't know, but he's
0: like the Village Bicycle over there. And he's turned, he's turned it on lately. I mean, 16. He, week 12, he only had 10 points. But, yeah, 35.2 points last week was uh, – yeah, he's, he's been incredible. it has been better than A.J. Brown, which kind of scares me. But Oh. Um, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I think he's been better because of A.J. Brown.
0: Don't say that. That's too, it's his two strong receivers, so they're just going to take and give to each other. All
1: right, Rayford versus Dad, we kind of already – beat that one dad should have won but he just decided to start bad players
0: i don't know about that
1: so um yeah the next thing we're going to talk about is the power rankings have you had a chance to take a look at these
0: um i can yeah let's
1: see you should. it's very interesting so I got just to kind of uh, clarify the power rankings is when i went through each week and i gave the high score a 12 the low score a one and i added up all those numbers Okay, you um, you did end up in first there with 116. I was in second with 111, 105 for Fantasy Football Expert, and 100 for Rayford, and so and then McCann, Nick, Smitty, and then Nick is all the way down there in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth place, but he's in the playoffs. And then the and then what I think was very interesting was the consistency rankings, and I'm kind of curious what your take is of this. So this is where I gave the top three scores three points the next three scores one point the next three scores negative one and then the next three scores negative three so this kind of gives you a couple things um it tells you if in general you end up like the top three almost guaranteed a win and i think if you end up with the third highest points or the second highest points and you don't get a win that that needs to be reflected in the actual ranking because you obviously had a really good week and it just wasn't. So, but then again, I also don't want like the points for thing. Like I've had two a score of 200 and I've had another score of like 187, I think. And so those weeks are great. But if I have two weeks like that, it's going to inflate my points for score. And that's not exactly an accurate reflection of how good your team is either.
0: Just a blind question here in this uh, ranking system you devised. Who ended up on top in this uh, consistency ranking? (laughs) (laughs) Me. Oh, I mean, I'm guilty of it with the defense thing. I'm like, how can I create a scoring system that shows that I have the best team? I know. I know I got you, but now it it, it it makes sense. I mean, because we had about the same point total and consistency ranking, we're you know neck and neck really too. So
1: right, that's true. And I think maybe last week you were up, and you just had a bad week this week because you weren't really it didn't really matter for you. In fact, it may have benefited you to lose in case Smitty won because you wouldn't have to. Yeah, you would have had a better next round. Anyway, um, the other thing I wanted to point out, if you scroll down a little bit, it's the score versus the average. I haven't talked about this on the podcast yet. This is where I really, really look good. So the, what I did was I went and looked at the average score. You know, you add up all scores divided by the number, divide by 12. And I, I looked at our senior score versus the average, and I have beat the average 11 times, and I was less than the average twice. Then you, Rayford, and McCann have all – McCann's been, the, like, the biggest, like, he's been screwed all year. I've been screwed. McCann's been screwed. Smitty's been lucky. Nick's been lucky. Like, if you switch those out, that, that's the uh, – that's basically what's happened this year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, yeah, so score versus the average, I should be in first. And, uh, yeah, you should be second. Yeah, that's right. Shocking. Yeah, I think everybody needs to be listening to this podcast. They're listening to the number one and number three ranked teams. They should probably do more of what we do.
0: Yeah, and we, like I said, my, my, my whole point this whole time has been kicking defense matters, so –
1: and then the last thing was the record. If you had Smitty schedule, I, I think everybody except for Amanda and Jordan would be in the playoffs. It's the not so subtle bashing of Smitty. If they played against Smitty's schedule, even, even urban would be right there at the six seed. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So those are alternative rankings. Uh, now, finally, what everybody came here for is the matchups. My, my, my matchups. So we're gonna we're gonna do a two minutes. You know, the Constellation bracket, they're there so they can keep playing, and it's important. But we are literally going to put a timer of two minutes per matchup, and that's all it gets, because. Um, you know, they didn't earn more time, so they don't get more, they don't don't earn more time. I'll do, I'll do one minute and then I'll let you do a minute. Okay. All right, here we go. So let me, uh, let's pull up the matchups here. Pulling up the matchups. All right. We're going to start with Amanda versus my dad. Timer starts now. All right. So I think Tannehill could score a lot of points. Miles Sanders is not going to score very much against New Orleans. I'll be shocked if he even gets five points. Um, It looks like she has plugged in the mysterious second running back of DeAndre Washington from Miami. Now, Miles Gaskin is out. Um, I'm not sure what the situation is with Ahmed. Um, You you can maybe check that out. Um, So that actually could be a a sneaky start there. uh, Yeah, because they are going against Kansas City and they do like to pass to the running back a lot, which they're going to have to come back. She, uh, Jaylen,
0: in position because she did have Jalen Richard as her second running back as of last night. I'm like, oh God. So
1: oh, yeah. I mean, I knew she was going to switch that, but she didn't. Yeah, yeah. Right, on the other side of the ball, um, I think that my dad's got some potential with Marvin Jones, JD McKissick, Ronald Jones, Lamar Jackson's kind of putting it together here towards the end. I think my dad's gonna win this matchup. That's a wise
0: pick. And that's yeah.
1: my minute. Here's your minute. Go.
0: As a uh, free little thing, he does have Brandon Cooks in his starting lineup, which he is not scheduled to play this week. So, okay. so hopefully he uh, swaps him out for somebody. I don't really know who he's got on his roster. That's uh,
1: a- Kendrick Warren, A.J. Green. Those are his two options.
0: I guess, yeah, or work the wire or something. So I don't know about that. Um, but yeah, give give me give me Fad just because his defense got 21 points um, on Thursday against uh, New England. Um, you know, my only note on here was thank God that uh, she got rid of Jalen Richard in her uh, starting lineup. But uh, yeah, I mean Thaddeus, I think has it. I'm not too. I don't have too much more on this matchup. It seems pretty uh,
1: okay. Time. Pretty obvious. So. Next one we have Michael Urban versus Jordan. <clears throat> And I'm going to start my minutes as soon as I get my timer up. This is riveting radio. Okay, here we go. All right, so this matchup's a lot closer. In fact, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the winner of this matchup is going to win the consolation bracket. Both teams are doing better. They're kind of hitting, hitting their strides a little bit. Jordan at quarterback has got Mayfield, who's doing something finally for the first time this year. When asked about his turnaround lately, this is what Baker Mayfield had to say.
0: Whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, then I don't do that.
1: And then also Andy Dalton's going against Cincinnati, so he could end up scoring some points there. Urban's got a really nice um, wide receiver setup with Devontae Adams, Jarvis Landry, Tim Patrick. On the bench, he's got Mike Williams and I think Travis Fulgham, but Fulgham has really kind of come way, way, way back down to earth. Oh, Chase Claypool. That's the other one she's got.
0: The one where I don't know if Tim Patrick or Chase Claypool should start there. It's – I don't know who I'd pick, honestly. Patrick, patrick
1: had over 20 points the last two weeks. I, I think he's got to go Claypool just because he's got Drew Locke there too. So if, if yeah. Patrick does well, I think he's going to get some points anyway. And it's not like he needs to score a whole, whole lot of points because I think this is a close matchup. All right, that's my minute. Your turn.
0: Um, so give me Michael Urban. In this one, only because he has to win this game to be able to contend for 10th place. <laughs> so he has to win this to uh, get... Um, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, that's uh, one thing, too. Uh, he does need to... He's got Pittsburgh going against uh, Buffalo for his defense. And this is one of those matchups that I was noting that he needs to upgrade his defense because Buffalo doesn't give up a lot of defensive points against really even though Pittsburgh's kind of their moderate defense so he needs to upgrade. Allen
1: doesn't doesn't give the ball away you're right he he wants the ball instead of throws
0: so I mean and I looked at the wire a little bit to kind of see for upgrades for these potential matchups I mean you know maybe Tampa Bay over Minnesota maybe Washington against San Francisco there's not really any good calls out there but he just needs to do better than
1: of those, Washington. But you're right, he needed to plan ahead.
0: Arizona against the Giants, uh, Atlanta versus the Chargers, Chicago over Houston. I mean, he's got some upgrades uh, he can make there. That's the only real thing. Oh, one more thing. I was I was going to do a whole thing on kickers, too, but I did too much research on defense to do this. He, had, he, has, no, no, he has Randy Bullock starting. Randy Bullock <laughs> has been the worst kicker over the last four weeks in the entire league. Pick up any other kicker besides Randy Bullock.
1: Oh, that's a nice kicker at the end.
0: Yeah,
1: um, I don't know if I pick somebody. I think Jordan's going to win. Did I say I, that?
0: I, I need Urban to win just for that tenth place. But Jordan,
1: I well, think, you may have swung me because I do want everybody wants Urban to get. You know what? I change it I officially. It's officially changed. Urban, yeah. you got to win this. All right, and start by picking up a kicker. We're trying to help you here.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. Okay. Now for the non-timed real matchups.
0: Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game.
1: We'll start – I always end with me. So we're going to start with the fantasy football expert versus Matt Rayford. which, by the way, the fantasy football expert name for this year, it's, it's up in the air. Like, if I win and the fantasy football expert wins, then it's still up – you know, it's final standings. The, fi- the one who's higher in the final standings has to call the other one the fantasy football expert. So this is big. This is big. All right, fantasy football expert versus Rayford. I'll let you go first.
0: So on Thursday night, I think Rayford's team kind of did what they needed to do. They kind of went shocked. Cooper Cup had fourteen point three points. Jared Goff had fifteen point five. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's such a close matchup, though. Um, really, it's going to kind of come down to I don't know if I'm totally sold on Antonio, Antonio Brown. Uh, the third wide receiver spot not saying you know he's got him starting over cd lamb this week
1: and T higgins
0: yeah so uh, but i don't know what call i'd make there really whatever call i would make would probably be the wrong call yeah. on that so i think well, it nice. might kind of come down to that i don't know necessarily if tyree Hill is going to kind of go crazy again this week um you know, Taysom Hill just does so much just on the ground anyway, so he's he's been great. Uh, number three overall uh, fantasy quarterback, I think, since he's been starting. So uh, I don't know if that's going to continue. And then Jordan Reed is that, you know, that blinding spot that I hate Jordan Reed so much after all the years he screwed my team. So I think in this matchup, I got to go with Matt. Yeah, Kelsey, that
1: Kelsey advantage helps. I think everybody who has Kelsey in all the fantasy football is in the playoffs, at least.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that was his auto draft uh, that he just happened to pick up Kelsey. I think his first-round pick or whatever it was when his computer right. went down. So
1: Everybody was eyeing him, thinking they'd hope tight ends would fall, but he got him. He was the first one that's pulled Yeah, I think I, I'm going to go the other way. I, I think it's the fantasy football expert. And I think it's his matchups. I, I, he's got some really, really good matchups, and he's been planning this for a while. Like he had, I tried to, to pull Derrick Henry from him earlier in the year, Alan Robinson from him, because they, I, I've been looking at their matchups in the playoffs for a little while, and they, they look really, really good. So they let me just kind of tell you real quick so Robinson is going James Robinson's going against Tennessee that's the eighth best matchup for running backs Derrick Henry is going against Jacksonville that's the fifth best matchup and not only are they really good matchups this is Derrick Henry time at the end of the year every year for the last two or three years he's he's busting out 200 yard games multi-touchdown games and I think he's going to do it again this year Allen Robinson is going against Tennessee that's the eighth base eighth best matchup and then, meanwhile, some of the higher point scorers for Matt Rayford's team, Josh Allen is going against Pittsburgh, the second the second best defense against the pass, and I, and then also Jacobs, Josh Jacobs is coming off of injury. Um, he he I, he's I think he's going to play, but he's not going to be the same. And he, and he he's going against Indianapolis anyway.
0: And, and you know, is a good defense too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but any of us, didn't they have, like, a, a little linebacker who was out for a little while and now he's back? Buckner? DeFore, uh, or,
0: yeah. I think, I think so. it's
1: DeForest Buckner. Like, anyway, the, he's a big difference and he's back. And so that's going to be bad for Matt right? Rayford. And honestly, I don't, I don't think it's going to be close. I think Fanciel Blackford's going to win by a lot. I don't want it to happen,
0: I, I think this will be a very close matchup. And again, and this is just a free tip for uh, for, for uh, Justin, but he does have a bad defensive matchup call that he's making this week. He's started Kansas City against Miami. Miami doesn't give up a ton of uh, defensive points, so I don't know if I'd start them. I got I got it marked on here as a bad call. So all right, to be a close matchup. And like 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 you said all year, defense matters. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> on a, so he's got also has Miami on defense going against Kansas City. Obviously, you would say
0: I do that. So yeah.
1: yeah. Obviously, you'd say Kansas City's the better of the two, right?
0: Yeah. Or or pick up a you know a yeah. quick.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Okay. So now the
1: uh, last matchup is me versus Nick. Nick squeaked in the playoffs. He got a really big win last week. Um, got a couple of lucky wins throughout the year. So Nick is starting Daniel Jones and Mike Glennon at quarterback. Daniel Jones has been cleared. Carson Wentz got sent to the bench. And that was, this will be his first week this year without Wentz minus the bye week um, You know, like we were talking before we even started recording, Nick's got a good team minus quarterback. So why don't you talk a little bit about that historically?
0: Yeah. He, um, so Nick has the least passing yards Um, uh, uh, not not ever because i went a little bit a little far back but you know like he won last week and had the league low passing yards uh for the entire season uh he does have the least passing yards uh for the league this year and it's almost a record uh he does have a near record least uh touchdowns total as a team his team doesn't score touchdowns like at all Um, Adam uh, Smitty, I almost, uh, I wanted to note on that he has the most touchdowns all time in league history. But, but also with the, uh, you know, league low least receiving yards, so he's just been getting incredibly lucky with touchdowns. So, it's the not so subtle bashing of Smitty.
1: well, Mike Evans who has like 17 touchdowns and 17 yards on the year.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, (laughs) yeah, uh, it's it's been incredible. So. You know, it, it's this one. I, I'm gonna have to give you the edge on this. I mean, I, I don't think it's real shocking. Uh, it did hurt losing Christian McCaffrey. I think you do have Mike Davis, which you know he'll be good enough.
1: Um, you know what? You know what I tweeted Christian McCaffrey.
0: Did you angrily tweet him about?
1: I, no, no, no. It wasn't one of those. I asked him to give me a quick drop for the podcast so I could so I could use it, and I'm like, and kill it in the playoffs for me. And then the next day, he's out. He did not listen to me, and you know I always wonder because if a professional football player gets a tweet from a guy named Michael Vick, do they take that seriously? I I'm, I don't know if that's gonna <laughs>
0: if I make a mistake and give you a, give you a free yeah I don't know, but yeah, uh, yeah now it's there's I don't know if I would necessarily expect Aaron Waller to give you 45 points again this week, but um, you know it's it's the Walrus. And Nick, Nick needs just a lot of uh, kind of boom here. He, he started New England's defense uh, on Thursday He only got four points from him, which, you know, he needs a little bit more. There's not really any big solutions that I can kind of come up with. I just kind of think your team's just going to end up being better. Um, his receivers, he could have Scary Terry hopefully go off. He could have Justin Jefferson hopefully go off. Um, you okay. know, Gavin Cook always is, you know, he – big, big week from some players here. And I think if you just kind of hold court and it's kind of mediocre week, I think you still take it, so.
1: Right, yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. Now, I've been like under projection every week for the last three or four weeks, and it's been extremely problematic. And he's been over projection, at least last week, I haven't gone beyond. So, uh, yeah, no, I think I win. I think I hold serve, just like you're talking about. And I did, you know, I was considering putting Pittman in over there, over DJ Shark. I don't think it really matters a whole lot. But because he has Glennon starting, I'm keeping DJ Shark in there. Yeah, I mean, wanted, wanted,
0: right. Just in the off chance that Glennon has a big week, it'll probably need a big week for DJ Shark. So that, that's a good defensive move, I think. Um, yeah, that's all I'd make. I think too. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's nothing really else I think I would kind of change on your side. I think you're starting the receivers you need to. Um, just need to hope Kyler Murray has another. You know, he's he's been kind of bad these last couple weeks as far as kind of points go. But um. I'm I've been
1: I've been watching him. You're right. He has been bad lately. I mean, not bad. I mean, he had 17 points the week before. He was bad. He had like seven points. But he's uh, yeah, yeah. There's something wrong. They they've changed the scheme, or they told him to stop running so much. Something's changed.
0: Yeah. So like. And the Giants defense have given up the uh, third fewest fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks, so they kind of have a little sneaky something there. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just, so that's, that's something to kind of keep an eye on, I guess. But like I said, even kind of despite that, I think, um, you know, you got Aaron Jones, uh, Roethlisberger, who's, you know, just he's, – he's been consistent. Um, yeah, I, I, I think you probably have this.
1: I think I got it too. But um not counting my eggs. My chickens for the eggs hatch. Yeah, nailed that one. Yeah. okay. So uh, I think that's it. Did you have any other anything else? Do you have a? Do you want to do anything like a kicker rant or anything?
0: I was going to do that, but I did so much time on the de- defense <laughs> that I my eyes were just glazing over. It took me about a good two and a half hours to do this all all this defense stat stuff. So uh, only that's thing happy, just. Uh, It is shocking. I do think kickers are underutilized. After week 11, I had Joyce Sly, who I was kind of disappointed with. And I'm like, you know, I probably need to make an upgrade in this position. So I look at the – it wasn't even on waivers. It was just the free agent rankings. And the uh, the three of the top five kickers for the year were just sitting there on the wire just free. And I'm like, oh, I'll just pick up uh, Jason Sanders, who has been the top kicker. Him and uh, Young Wei Ku have been neck and neck all year. So I'll just pick him up for free, and he's given me 26 points the last two weeks. So it's just kind of, there are upgrades you can make a kicker that are pretty obvious, and I'm going to scream it right now: to Randy Bullock, because Randy Bullock has been horrible. Pick up anybody else. I mean,
1: we know, want you to win. Yeah, got a good ten.
0: You need to get ten. So there's Tyler Bass, Dustin Hopkins, Daniel Carlson. Any of those are just sitting on the wire right now. Just get them. Get up uh, for-
1: okay. I, you know, I did do a sneaky pickup this last week on kicker. So, or it was so I picked up the Tampa Bay kicker suck up. Um, yep. I picked him up on Monday or Tuesday night. Cause I had Gus Edwards. Yeah. Right. It's cause he was playing in that late game. And so I dropped Gus Edwards and I picked up a kicker early ahead of time to think about it. So, you know, kickers, I don't like them. I don't like that. They play a role in uh, our fantasy football league, but because they're there every once in a while, I'll
0: them. They're as important as defenses, just cause there's so much more variability on kickers. Um, but still, you can still make bad calls. Randy Bullock, Urban, drop him. Um, oh, and Nick, 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 too. I mean, uh, yeah, he has uh, Michael Badgley, who is the number 27 kicker in the league this year. he pick up anybody. I mean, that's also a bad call, so.
1: No, wow, wow. Well, yeah, they just keep scoring touchdowns. That's the problem there.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, But, yeah, just pick up, you know, like I said, Dustin Hopkins, Tyler Bass, somebody like that. I mean, those are top five kickers in the league that are just sitting there, so.
1: All right, okay. Hey, well, thank you very much for doing this. It was really, very very lovely. Thanks, man. Hey, good luck today. I'm going to be glued to television.
0: I'll be drinking my pina colada, just relaxing, kicking my feet up. All right, see you later. Bye, bud. Bye. What is the most inspiring thing I ever said to you? Don't be an idiot. changed my life. Whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing.